Welcome to the Worshipped Woman Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Kristen. I am a life and relationship coach, deep healing facilitator, and subconscious change expert. On this podcast, we will dive deep into personal growth, transformation, and relationships, releasing patterns of toxicity, codependency, and people-pleasing as we explore what it means to be the worshipped woman. If you are ready to heal, embody your worth, and raise your standards in life and love, you are in the right place. I am so happy to have you here. Now, let's get started. Hello, sisters. Welcome back to the Worshipped Woman podcast. I am so very happy that you are here. Grateful that you decided to press play on this today. And I want to take a second to remind you, if you are enjoying the podcast, if you want to hear more of me on the podcast, two things. I do have a segment on the podcast called Ask Kelly Anything, where you can submit a question that you have. Now, I do get a lot of questions submitted that I absolutely cannot use because they don't have enough information. If you just, you know, ask me a question that's just very broad and and random and and I have no context, I'm really not going to be able to um, do a whole podcast episode around it. But if you have maybe a specific scenario that's showing up in your life, it's repeating. If you want to learn how to do something specific that you maybe have heard me talk about before and you want me to dive deeper, you can go ahead and put a request in. I will put a link in the show notes for you on how to do that. The second thing is if you love the podcast, I would so appreciate if you could give a rating and review on Apple Podcasts as it does help me to be able to get this message out to more and more women that need it. And the last thing that I want to mention before I get into today's episode is Heal, Rise, Thrive, my group program for women that want to heal from toxic relationships and really do the deep inner work. And I am talking the embodiment practices, the nervous system regulation, learning how to feel and process your emotions, subconscious change work, all of like the super juicy stuff. And you want to do it with a group of women that are on the same journey of you, all really there to go deep and heal themselves. And I cannot tell you how magic this experience is. So if you were on the wait list for that, please check your email. You should have uh, the link from me to access the video that tells you all about it, the steps that you take, that I take you through, uh, the ICE method, which is my signature method for transformation on how we're actually going to accomplish these things so that you can actually change uh, deeply on a subconscious level, on a cellular level, all the things. So make sure that you check that out. Now that that is all out of the way, let's actually get into today's episode. What are we here to talk about, y'all? So I want to talk about something that I think um, can be a bit of a problem for people that are super into personal growth, that are very into learning about relationships, that are very into learning about themselves. So Something that I can see happen when you start to learn, you know what? Everyone's behavior is because of their own stuff, 
right? That's like a, a pretty basic thing that we can start to understand. People act the way that they do because of the stuff that's going on inside of them. Not really anything to do with us. And you've probably heard me say that many, many times. Somebody else's behavior has nothing to do with you. It has to do with them. So we start looking at that. And then you start learning about other things having to do with psychology. Then you start getting like obsessed with learning different things like attachment theory or this theory or that theory and all of these things, right? And you start to put labels on yourself and you start to put labels on other people. And what you do is you start overanalyzing situations when the bottom line is actually that somebody isn't treating you very well. So you could see how that could be a bit of a trap, right? Like an example of this could be somebody who is, you know, maybe ghosting you, right? Who is avoidant and they come back and you are like, oh, you know what? They have this thing that they were going through. They were going through this thing with their mom and, you know, their life has been really tough and I can understand how they would want to avoid intimacy. So therefore they are avoidant. So, you know, it's okay. Like I get it. And then you accept that behavior because you understand that behavior. Do you see how that could be a problem? Do you see how if you come from a place it's not it's the problem is not understanding right I can understand why somebody acts the way they do I can understand that it has nothing to do with me I can understand that that is what is going on inside of them no reflection on me I can get that and I cannot accept that behavior because I have higher standards than that do you understand this distinction this is really really important somebody else's trauma does not justify them treating you badly And this is something you see in toxic relationships a lot, right? A lot of making excuses. Well, they have mental health issues. Well, you know, they're really stressed out at work or they're doing all these other things. Whatever it is, right? We start making excuses for for things that are going on or they had a really bad upbringing. You know, their parents were terrible to them. They were abused. Like, I don't know what it is. Whatever it is. Those things may absolutely be true. And this person may have been through terrible, horrible things in their life. That could be absolutely true. But that still does not justify them in treating you badly. And this is where your boundaries, your standards, what you are willing to accept in your life comes into place. This is where you have to get strong. This is where you have to go, oh, okay. I realize that this person has these issues. Is that okay with me? Do I want to live with that? Do I want to accept that? Now, I'm not saying that people can never change or grow, right? Of course, they can, but it takes a lot of hard work and it takes them doing it for themselves. If this person that you are making the excuse about that they have, you know, they're the way they are because they came from an abusive household, well, are they actually doing the work for themselves to heal what they need to heal? Are they going to see a therapist? Are they working with somebody? Are they working through different things? Or are they just going through life using that as an excuse to treat you badly? And are you accepting that as an excuse to be treated poorly? This is what you really have to look at here. And you, you've heard me say before, like you have to get real, right? You have to get real with what is going on because our mind likes to play tricks on us, right? Our mind likes to have compassion for other people, usually other people much more than ourselves, which is, you know, you got to have self-compassion too. But 
we want to have compassion for people. We want to understand people and forgive them. And that's all great. I love understanding people. I have so much compassion for people. I forgive everybody who's ever hurt me. Like, I forgive you. It's fine. And I have standards on if I'm going to let you back in my life or not. Now, like on a really low level, this could be somebody who ghosts you and that you let back in, right? And you're like, well, why are they ghosting me and coming back in? Is it because of this, 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 whatever? You psychoanalyze this situation and come up with all the reasons and put all the labels on da 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 this, that, whatever, right? You know, why are they doing this? Or you could turn around and say, hmm, why am I allowing this person to ghost me and then come back in? Like, why am I opening the door again? What's going on here with me? Why am I allowing this? So those are two very, very different things. And I can guarantee if you have been doing the first thing where you're making excuses for people and and justifying being treated badly and all of these things, that is going to continue to lead you down a very unhealthy relationship road because you know in your heart, in your body, like you can feel when things are not okay with you. You can feel when things are not right. You know, but it's scary. It's scary to make changes. It's scary to possibly leave a relationship. I get that. It's not always like this isn't working for me and I got to go out the door right now. I get that it is it is complicated. It's it can feel really really hard. But you can start with what it is that you deserve and keep reminding yourself over and over and over and over again what it is that you deserve and how you deserve to be treated. Now, if you are currently in that toxic relationship cycle or if you have been, right, this is something I've talked about before, which is cognitive dissonance that we can get into where we really start to do a lot of justifying, rationalizing, denying our actual reality for a sort of fantasy that we form. The reason this happens in toxic relationships is because it's much easier for our mind. It protects us from feeling the hurt, the pain, the shame that toxic relationships can cause. So we hold on to a fantasy of what could be. We hold on to a fantasy of what it is that we want versus what is actually happening. And that is something that keeps us really, really trapped in these cycles. And then when we maybe do start to confront the real of what's going on, that fantasy starts slipping in. But, you know, they've got so much potential, but they have this, but they have that. They have all these things that could be, could be, could be. This is why it's really, really important to ground yourself in the reality. Not what could be, but what actually is. And is the current relationship that you are in the current things that are happening, like if your partner was to never, ever change, your partner was to never, ever change. That's who they were. That's how they are. That's how they're going to operate forever. Is that okay with you? Is that okay with you? That's what you have to really look at. If shit was never going to change, is that okay? Is it okay as it is? Do you want to be with that person as they are? God, it seems so simple, but how many of us have stayed in relationships or make, you know, you might currently be in one where you feel like you've got to work in this and this and you got to change this and you got to do this and you got to do all these things to try to make them a certain way when they are not that way. And how much easier it is to just actually accept that that's who they are and decide 
if that works for you or not. Decide if you want to accept that or not. Decide if you want to be with that or not. Relationships are at will arrangements. No, of course, that doesn't include if if there are still prearranged marriages and things like that happening in the world. So I'm obviously not speaking in that. I'm talking about modern relationships are at will arrangements. You are actively participating in your relationship. You are choosing to be in that relationship. You can make another choice. If you look at the reality of what is going on and it's not okay for you. You can make a new choice if you realize now, God, I've been making so many excuses for this bad behavior I've been accepting. I've been accepting somebody treating me badly. I've been accepting abuse. I've been accepting somebody talking down to me. I've been accepting of all of these things that guess what? I don't want to accept anymore. There's no prerequisite for you to raise your standards. If you want to raise your standards for what is acceptable behavior for you, guess what? You get to decide that. You get to decide. Like, it's not okay to speak to me that way. It's not okay to touch me in that way. It's not okay to act that way. Whatever it is, you get to decide this. You get to decide this. And you're you're the one that actually has to implement those changes in your life. And that's where the scary, terrifying things start happening where you're like, oh, wait, I actually have to act in a different way. I actually have to take the steps to change this in my life. But you have so much power. There's so much power to do this, right? You know, sometimes sometimes there's this term like we can get into analysis paralysis, right? Where we start like thinking too much and like analyzing everything, when we really just need to get back into feeling and being, feeling and being with yourself, you know, taking the time to really tune in to what it is that you desire. What are your standards? What is okay with you or not? What is acceptable? What do you want out of your partnership? Is there a world in which this does work? Is there a world in which we work together and change the things that need to be changed. Is there a world in which that happens? We can change the dynamics. I'm not saying that's not possible. It take it would take work and due diligence on both partners to be able to do that. But you really have to start sitting with yourself and, and asking yourself the question of, what have I been accepting? Do I want to continue accepting that? That's where your power lies. And that is going to be it for me today. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you loved this episode and you want to share it with another sister that needs to hear it, I ask that you please, please do. Of course, if you want to take a screenshot, let me know you're listening. Tag me on IG. My Instagram is at Miss MS Kelly Kristen. I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you soon.